0: It's your daily dose of Donna. Happy Monday. Today is August 21st, Monday, of course. Good old Monday. You know, I love a Monday. I love a Friday. Mondays are usually wonderful, but did you guys know? Obviously, we had a full on, you know, it was supposed to be a hurricane. Really, it was rain. We had rain yesterday in the middle of August here in Los Angeles. That never happens. Hurricane Hillary swept through California. From what I know, Los Angeles looks completely fine. Just like a little bit wet, but there's really not a lot of damage. I haven't seen one down tree. I'm sure there is damage in other places. Like I know Burbank is out of power. There's a couple of different things, but because of that, all schools are closed today. My kids didn't even have school anyway, but I have one and a half more weeks of no school for my kids. This is going to be an interesting situation. Wish me luck. Um, I woke up this morning to both my boys in my bed. You know, my husband is out of town shooting a show. Both the boys are in the bed with me. So I said, I am Fräulein Maria because it was a a true like raindrops and roses and whiskers on kittens because of the storm. And then we had an earthquake yesterday. We had an earthquake. We had Hurricane Hillary. And I think that it just threw my boys off and they just showed up in my bed. And you know how that works when you sleep with your kids. Like I was slept like this the whole night. I was like, Bethany, just kidding. We will get into Bethany today. Don't you worry. If you are new here, thank you for subscribing. I am just about to hit 7,500 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you so much. The goal is just to keep on growing. You guys are killing it. Appreciate you. And of course, I am live on TikTok as I am every single time. 122 people currently watching on TikTok. Follow me at This Is Donna Bowling on TikTok and on Instagram. It's the same username. Don't forget, I also have a free Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna. And if you want extra content, I do have a Patreon. So jump on in to the links below. We have a big show today. I am talking all about I'll give you kind of a rundown of what I want to talk about. And then, hey, Ray, and then what we'll do is we're going to, I'm interviewing later today Meredith Lynch. So, Meredith Lynch, if you guys are on TikTok at all, you will remember this big drama. And this was what kind of turned me against Bethany a few months back. It made me question her a lot. This was like months and months ago was when she started to get really, really freaked out about TikTok creators talking about her online and started to send cease and desist to two TikTok creators, one being Meredith Lynch. And it was a disgusting um, form of money and power to say, like, you're not allowed to talk about me, but I'm just going to go here and talk all the shit I want about the Kardashians, about, you know... Meghan Markle, about housewives, about whatever, bravo. Um, So I am super excited. So that interview with Meredith Lynch, it will either come on as a separate episode tonight or depending on the length, or I'll tack tack it on to tomorrow's episode. Um, All my TikTok community are so amazing. They all know each other. You guys are the best. I'm so excited to talk to Meredith. Mostly because I really want to understand, you know, I'm blocked by Bethany on TikTok. I've told you guys this before. And I've been blocked now for months. This is not like a new development. I was blocked, actually. I believe it was because I had one TikTok where I was talking about Tracy Anderson. You remember the workout woman, Tracy Anderson? So let me – this is the Tracy Anderson thing when she does this. Like she does – she's the Gwyneth Paltrow. um, She's the Gwyneth Paltrow workout workout girl. She had like a big story in Daily Mail a few months ago. And she was talking about like, it was, it was about suing and litigious stuff. And I said, there's a few people out there that are highly litigious, Bethany Frankel being one. And that was in the TikTok clip that I used. And then I was blocked. Just so you guys understand, it's important to know this because she's a big, like, bring it on, bring all the hate, bring all the stuff as long as you're talking about me, but then she'll block, she'll block anyone that talks about her she hasn't blocked me on Instagram. I'm sure that will happen at some point, but it really is um, interesting. Like you can't really say, bring it on, bring all the hate, but let me just like block you. (laughs) Feels a little bit hypocritical, but Bethany, hypocritical? No. Now I will get into that in just a few minutes because she released a Jess B episode last, uh, yesterday, August 20th. And thank God I didn't listen to it yesterday because I wanted to enjoy my Sunday. I kind of like tuned out. Actually, no, I did not tune out from Bethany because I was binging season two of Roni. I started wanting to watch like what Bethany was like when she was back on that show. Um, you know, at the beginning when we were all obsessed with her, right? When we were all obsessed with her. Um, okay. And and so I, I had to watch it because I you you remember, and I want to be really clear about this. And I talk to all the people that I've talked to about this, feel the same way. Like we were big fans. This is not coming from a place of like I am, uh, you know, someone that didn't like her ever. I I loved Bethany. Like I was obsessed with Bethany. I think a lot of us were, and it makes you wonder now, looking back, when you see the way she talked to Kelly, when you see the way she talked to all these people, we were really on Bethany's team. Interesting, right? Like looking back now, Bethany was always because she felt like the most. Um, I don't know. Was it relatable. Um, most like, she was funny. She was entertaining. She felt. It felt like she was like seeing things from our eyes, right? She really understood how to relate to her audience in that time. Okay, so let's just talk about a couple things, you guys. I need to be very clear about something. I understand that I've talked a lot about a lot of things on this show. Okay, I talked a lot. Um, I've been talking a lot about Bethany recently because I have no other choice. Since she is like intersecting with Vanderpump Rules and reality TV, which is what I talk about, so we have to talk about this, right? But I also talk about a lot of other things. I talk a lot about all the shows that we're watching. We talk about all the big news on Page Six and and um, Daily Mail and stuff. We talk about People Magazine articles. We talk about Kyle Richards. Like we're talking about everything as long as it's relevant, because I know that's what you guys really like to talk about. And one of those things is Jeff Lewis. And so a week ago, I had an episode of my show talking all about this Jeff Lewis uh, and Brandy and Julie. So Brandy and Julie are two comedians. They were on People's Couch, very, very funny, and they were given the opportunity. They were a recurring guest host of of Jeff Lewis's, and then they came on and did – they were given the opportunity six weeks ago or so to do – a after show, a Jeff Lewis after show. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it because if you want to hear why they're not working there anymore or what happened, that's a week ago's episode. I think it was last Monday. I talk about how there was a huge shakeup on Jeff Lewis live. So they're no longer with Jeff Lewis. Now, Jeff, the only people that really know the truth are Jeff, Brandy, and Julie, right? Maybe Shane who works with Jeff. What we know as an audience is just what we're being told. And it's clear that there's a very – there's a big unevenness between what Jeff is saying and what Brandy and Julie are feeling and saying as well. And so who do we believe? I don't know. I tended to believe what Jeff said because not only did I hear it from Jeff, I heard it from a couple other people who were peripherally involved. All right? Here's what's happened since then. Jeff spoke about them the next day and said, I implore you guys to go and follow brandy and Julie on patreon support them I love them I'm, i think they're so funny it wasn't the right it didn't work here, but they're so funny I love them et cetera okay i um that was weird and um i went to uh i went and i actually followed brandy and Julie on patreon i did um so I supported Brandy and Julie right there. And I am not someone that knows Brandy and Julie from before. Like I've said, I don't I, – I've I've known Jeff Lewis as a fan of his now for whatever, however many years. But when I was watching the Patreon, the first Patreon was released of Brandy and Julie, and I noticed that the comments – in the comments, there were like a lot of mean spirited comments, okay? And I personally – uh Struggle whenever I see that, like, a creator's talking and the comments are backing them up in a very mean way. Like, I don't want you guys to feel the need to come and support me by tearing other people down. Yes, I understand the Bethany thing is a little bit of a hypocritical thing for me to say that about, but I'm just saying that, like, in general, it felt like it turned into team Brandy and Julie or team Jeff. Whereas, remember, just like a week ago, everyone was together right? Everyone liked everyone. So I found that a little bit strange. And then I was told that there was a Facebook group, All Things Brandy and Julie, that someone had posted one of my videos. And then people were commenting, it was my video about, it was my YouTube video about the Julie, I mean, sorry, about the Jeff Lewis shakeup a week ago. And the comments on the Facebook group were like talking horribly about me, cringe. This woman is so like, she needs to, I forget what they said. I can't even remember, but it was like, all of a sudden now it was my issue. Like I became this hated person. So I went in there and I was like, uh, hi, that's me. I am that woman. Um, and I didn't like the way that, you know, they were talking to me. And I was like, let's just remember that Jeff is not telling you to go hate on Brandy and Julie. So stop hating on people that like Jeff if you're a Brandy and Julie fan. Now, I'm saying this out loud because I know, and I'm very aware that this is probably going to be circulated somehow and people will come after me. But I just really, am a big fan of saying that we shouldn't be tearing each other down just because of who we like as a comedian right? We're not in the rooms with them, you guys. We didn't know the actual conversation. We don't know what's actually happening. And so I think at the end end of the day, what I want to say about that is I've heard some crazy comments being made towards Jeff Lewis fans, multiple Jeff Lewis fans. And – it's on the Brandy and Julie fan side. Um, I have yet to see any Jeff Lewis fans going deep and badly and mean towards Brandy and Julie fans. And so I just want to know, I'm so curious, you know, from the Jeff Lewis side, what he thinks about this. Like the fact that his fans, people that used to be his fans, uh, he, people that used to be his fans now are turning on him and becoming Brandy and Julie fans, but then attacking him him and his fans. It became like a Jeff Lewis hate situation. I'm just reporting to you guys what I'm seeing. I don't like it. It made me feel bad. I'm not part of that group. I don't want to do that. Um, Chump camp. This weekend they had chump camp, or they called it camp chump. It was all of Jeff Lewis's chumps. We don't, we don't need to list them all, but you know there's so many of them, of course. Anyone that's been on the show, Carney Wilson, Doug and Megan Weaver – um, Carrie Lewis, uh, MJ, Joey Zausig, the list goes on and on and on. Jameson, of course, Alyssa. And, um, and it was okay. So cute, right? They had this like fun little camp thing. They filmed it for Hollywood house lift. I'm sure it's going to be adorable. I can't wait to see more of that. And, um, and that's that. Okay. Let's move on this weekend. My friend, Lauren, shout out doser, Lauren. I know we're actually. Hey, Molly Dare. I know we're from um, outside of the DOSER community. She's a local LA girl. And she went to go see her friend perform. Her friend is the lead singer of Yachty by Nature, which is a yacht rock cover band. It's a great name, right? Yachty by nature. So she asked me about a week ago, like, or a few weeks ago, come with me to the Whiskey A Go-Go, like to this Yacht Rock show. Lance was at a town. That meant I had to get a babysitter. I knew the storm was coming. I was over at my friend's house day drinking all day. I was like, no, 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 no. Of course, guess who is the surprise guest, right? You guys saw it on my TikTok or my um, stories. Tom Sandoval jumps out there and starts singing like, I mean... I could probably sing better than him. It's the truth. You guys, if you watch that, the, the performance, it is quite an off key. So, oh, it was like over the top, over the top. Um, so she got that on footage and she, she posted it. Now, I want to say this thing, which is really interesting. The night before, they were all over at TomTom. Tom and it was filmed, or the day before. They were all at TomTom. And the lead singer, the lead – not the woman from Yachty by Nature, but one of the main guys from Yachty by Nature was at TomTom. So he starts getting um, James Kennedy and Ariana, if you go to their Instagram at Yachty by Nature, they're shouting out Yachty by Nature, go to the whiskey tonight, go to the whiskey tonight. And then Tom Sandoval ended up on stage. And I don't think any of the other – you know, any of the other Vanderpump Rules people were there. But I just thought that was so interesting that they got Ariana to promote and then Tom Sandoval was on stage. Um, I have no idea anything about Yachty by Nature. I'm sure I would love seeing a show like that. It was probably a lot of fun. Tom probably thought he was amazing. I would not say that he is incredibly talented. I would say that he's probably, uh, He probably puts on an interesting show just because we know Tom Sandoval. But, like, if he was some random dude, would we be like, ooh, why is he performing on the stage, right? Um, A lot of comments about why are we not giving Tom more hate. And I really want to explain something. And this was over the weekend. I I read some comments on YouTube. Um, A lot of you guys are finding me just now. Right. So we're August 21st. A lot of people are just finding me in August because I was on Dumois last week and I had, um, you know, some videos go viral, et cetera, et cetera. Truthfully, if you go back and you watch my episodes right when Scandoval broke, like that whole month of March and April, whatever, I was not in any way letting Sandoval, I'm like, what's his last name anymore? I don't even remember off the hook. Right. I don't believe that Tom Sandoval is a good person. Do I believe that he like did good here? Absolutely not. I think that he, um, he screwed up a lot of people's lives, a lot of people's lives. He, he effed, um, he literally effed, but he, he effed over Ariana and to be honest, he effed over Raquel, Rachel too, right? Because if they're no, no longer speaking and this relationship isn't actually, oh my God, the best comment I ever got in my life, JJ, I love you so much, says, who is Tom? Uh, to be so like um, unaware of Tom Sandoval makes me so happy. I wish, I wish we all were wondering who is Tom. Um, Tom, remember when he went on Howie, Howard Stern? We mutilated him right? We went insane over him. We were like, you are ridiculous. It's the worst thing ever. The problem is, and then when he does these TMZ interviews where he says really off the cuff bad stuff, like we give him a lot of shit. The reason why we're talking about Rachel right now is because this is what's in the news right now. Like Tom is just living his life. He's on the show. He's doing his appearances. He's doing this. Okay. We're going to have no choice. I was going to like mention Sister Wives. I was going to mention Roni and Big Brother. I mean, Sunday night, holy shit, what a good night of TV. But I'll get into that kind of stuff a little bit later or maybe tomorrow. I want to talk about Bethany because I am worked up. And I just posted a five-minute long TikTok about how I don't want to be heated by Bethany anymore. I feel like she's taken enough of my energy. I feel like she's taken enough of my frustration and enough of my time, frankly, with her three damn, um, oh my gosh, the Bravo Bros. I don't know if you guys follow them on TikTok or they have a podcast too, Bravo Bros. They um, posted a TikTok that said, it's so funny. They were like, Bethany really thought she did something here with this this Marvel Um, she made it like a Marvel series, right? The three part, you know, experience. And they were talking all about how many ads she had. Um, I'm not talking about the three part interview anymore. We talked about that already. Okay. What I am going to talk, you guys love the Bravo bros. I love them. What I am going to talk about, I've got to get them on my show. Actually, you guys tag Bravo bros, (laughs) like tell them to come and and be on my show. We got to connect. Um, what i am really struggling with is bethany's podcast that she ranted on about what she called as the aftermath so it was on um it was on the episode of um just be with bethany it was this morning oh no 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 yesterday and i listened to it this morning so if you want to listen to it, by all means, feel free. I'm sure you'll be interested. If you don't, I'll give you some highlights that stood out to me. Um, I'm sure a lot of people will be talking about this throughout the, you know, throughout the day. And um, yeah, I'm sure people will be talking about it. Um, there was a couple of things that really stood out. Number one, she acknowledges that she's getting a lot of hate. I think this is her first time. Um, I think this is her first time that she's gone. Oh my gosh. Molly dare sent me a lightning bolt. Did you do that? Did you do that because of, uh, Tom, did I get a lightning bolt? I commented on someone's, um, Instagram. I forget whose about when Rachel said I'm broke. And I was like, maybe you should return your $750 lightning bolt necklace. So, Bethany talks a little bit about how she has had – what a whirlwind. This has been so interesting. Really, you didn't have to believe it. You don't have to agree with her, but you have to, like, you know, you have to be able to hear her voice. She talked about the idea that um, she is getting hate, and she's like, now I know, you know, since you guys hate Rachel so much, now I'm getting a piece of that. Um, I'm going to be 100% honest. And I said this earlier in the, the episode. I don't believe anyone actually really likes to get hate. Now, there's a lot of people out there that say things that really trigger people, and they're like, bring it on. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kelly Dodd did that last week. She had in one of our episodes where she was talking about her trolls, she was like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Bring it on, baby. Like, I love it. This, is, this makes me happy. Give me, your sh- give me your comments. I am going to err on the side of I don't actually believe. People, I don't actually believe people like them enjoy getting hate. I think they enjoy the engagement and the numbers, but I really can't imagine why and how they enjoy people hating on them. The reason why I know that is because she's blocking people, right? It's because she's blocking so many people on her TikTok that say anything bad about her and she's been doing that for months. If you really truly enjoy your hate, you would never block your hate, right? What's the point? if you enjoy it. So that's just a little bit of a side note. I think it's like a little bit of a protection quality. I'm a hundred percent honest when I tell you like, I hate, like I can't handle when you guys hate on me. Like it's very hard for me, which, you know, makes people do it, I guess more often. But she talked about a couple things in this episode that like, she basically responded essentially to a lot of claims that have come after her. One of them being, um, Why did she go after this now, right? And why did she not kind of go after it when Nene was talking about this? And she said the difference between Nene and me is that Nene went into Bravo basically and after them over her own negative experience, something she personally had experienced. And I ignored it. And this is, I swear to God, this is what Bethany said. I typed it out because I wanted to make sure I remembered. I ignored it because it wasn't about me. Just remember that. I ignored it because it wasn't about me, she said. Okay? Um, She said she's a rainmaker, meaning she's doing the Lord's work. She said she's on the right side of history. She said five documentarians have come after come to her. Five. What are like obscure ra- – five documentarians. Like who? Like TikTok creators? Like what do you mean di- documentarians? Like she – did she have like, uh, you know, Michael Moore or like the guy from Super Size Me? Like documentarians? Five documentarians have gone to her and said that she's on the right side of history, that she's doing the right thing. Five. Um, Ken Burns – oh my God, I'm dead. Uh, she said that she did not choose this. She did not wake up one day and choose to take on this fight. She said, "Please, if someone wants to lead the charge here, please call me. Take it over." Okay. That's a lie because I know firsthand that there's other people out there that have connected with her about their treatment on reality TV that have been less popular stars, less popular shows, definitely not Bravo type shows. And they were told, will you join my team or, you know, good luck. Okay. So we know for a fact that that's not true. People have called to try to join, to try to like, you know, collaborate. And it's basically like, well, you come under me or you do your own thing. Okay. um, She is she is – yeah, like I really do believe – Rue just said something interesting. She wants to really be known as the woman who changed this. She wants to be really known as the – she's like the Aaron Brockovich, right? Like she wants to be in history books over this shit. But this idea of like, I didn't choose this, it chose me. Huh? I didn't choose it. Okay. So – um. Let's keep going. She talked about. uh, She talked a little bit about the fact that she believes that Lisa Vanderpump and Alex Baskin, who heads up Evolution and he's the executive producer of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Vanderpump Rules and multiple multiple shows, he and Lisa Vanderpump are lying about how much money Rachel has made. Now. Do you guys remember this? In the episode that Bethany had with Rachel, she says in the episode, I have, um, you know, Bethany said, you're broke. You made less than my interns last year. And Rachel was like, I did? Wow. in In the episode. Then later, Lisa Vanderpump was interviewed by TMZ. And tmz was also um spoke to Alex Baskin, both who refuted the claims and said Rachel made three hundred fifty thousand dollars i 'm going to actually look this up while we 're talking. Um, I want to make sure I want to read exactly what the wording is because what Bethany is saying right now is that they are not being very clear about how much she's made over like, was it over a year or was it the entirety of the show? Lisa Vanderpump confirms our report and then some, saying Rachel Levis made a whopping 361000 on season 10 of VPR. Okay? So that means she made $20,000 an episode for 19 episodes. You guys, that's not that out of control for reality TV. Like, Bethany's making it sound like they're totally lying, I really believe that it's possible Rachel made $350,000, $20,000 per episode of Vanderpump Rules when it's your fifth season on the show is very little, actually. It's really not crazy at all. Bethany was under the impression today on her episode, on her ranch. she said that this is her second season and there's no way she's making that much. Bethany, do your fucking research. Sorry, do your research. Ra- Raquel joined the show season five. This was season 10. She was like a very prominent cast member season seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Season 9 was her whole um, engagement to James. Like there is absolutely no way this was her second season. What is going on here? So she can just say things and not back it up. And the problem with these things is most people don't back it up. I mean, most people won't back it up for her. Most people don't feel the need to go and, like, listen to Bethany's podcast and be like, let me Google, let me see what's going on. Most people out there are going and listening to Bethany and trusting Bethany. Unless you're like me, right? Then another thing that she says is, do you believe, oh, she goes on a, okay, so she says that Lisa Vanderpump and Alex Baskin are completely lying. Okay, just remember that then she mentions you guys seem to come after me and say that i'm exploiting her because i'm not paying her and these are what she, this is what she said she goes how would you know how would you know what i'm going to do with her do with her how do you know what i'm doing with her tell us Mention it all, baby. Tell us. Tell us. Are you paying her? Or are you giving her a production deal? Are you paying her? Or are you giving her a cut of the lawsuit that's coming? Are you paying her? Or are you giving her a portion of today's proceeds from this episode? Tell us so we don't have to speculate. But it's okay because she's number one worldwide, baby. She says it like pitbull. Number one worldwide. Bring it on. Bring on the hate. But I'll block you. But bring it on. <sighs> then she said something that really what is a word? Something my feathers <laughs> ruffled my feathers, okay? She talked about the fact that over the years people have been mistreated on reality TV. So she mentions first Gretchen Rossi and the very very infamous episode in the early seasons of Real Housewives of OC with Vicky and Tamara deciding that they're going to get Gretchen Naked, wasted, naked, wasted, and you know, expose her. Was that shitty? Absolutely. This is 10 plus years ago on TV. I guarantee you, no one is watching that episode feeling like that was like good behavior. I guarantee it. Gretchen got drunk. Um, yes, their goal was to get her drunk, but she got drunk. And I don't think that's a Bravo decision, by the way. I feel like that was a Tamara decision, but anyway. She did get drunk, and I I said it earlier, I have to really go back to watch that episode um, because it did feel like they were putting Gretchen in a really shitty position, and I do feel like they were, it was very like um, mean girl behavior, but apparently, you know, there was something in the bathroom where she went into the bathroom, and she was drunk, and Tamara's young son, who was like 20 or whatever, came in there, and I guess he was like trying to hook up with her. Tell me if I'm wrong, I think maybe there was a kiss. I don't remember if anything like worse than that happened. Tell me if I'm wrong. I'm very – like I'm not like Bethany. I'm not saying what I believe is true. I'm saying I don't know. But then she said something that I definitely know because I'm watching it this week and that's Below Deck Down Under. So I have been very into the Below Deck Down Under season two because I am highly, highly invested because of you guys in the whole Luke and Laura situation. and Luke was the guy who worked on the yacht who got super literally naked wasted wasted drunk um and naked, and he gets into Margot, who's another uh crew member he gets into her bed, she's clothed, she's hammered as well, and she's passed out, passing out, passed out like she's saying slurring words, but she's done. she's absolutely no interest in hooking up with Luke, she's not inviting him into his her bed. It was absolutely disgusting to watch, and he walks in there. And we see this with our own eyes. You guys tell me if I'm crazy. Okay. We see this with our own eyes. He walks in, and the producers immediately walk in and say, Luke, you got to get out. You got to get out right now. And so Luke is like, what, what, what? Like stumbling, hammered, walks to the door and shuts the door closed. Cameras are following this, right? Then the producers come back in. And push the door open, Luke, you got to get out now. And it goes back and forth a couple times until they finally get him to come out, okay? Producers got involved. That's not a crew member, that was a producer. And the cameraman is obviously just filming because that's what you do. You keep filming, but the producers are getting involved. Bethany says on her podcast, Captain Jason got all this uh, adoration Because he eventually fired Luke. But what about the producers? What about Bravo? What about the camera people? Is she saying what about them? Like they didn't get involved? I really believe that she was like, why didn't they get involved when she said this? I don't understand how you can watch that show and know about that show and know that the producers didn't or think that the producers didn't get involved. They were so involved, they saved the situation. I mean, someone else probably would have come, but it could have been a few minutes later. The door could have been locked by then. It's unbelievable. Okay. She mentions Kelly Bensimo. Now, I am highly invested. I'm watching season two right now. I am not in the point yet where they are at Scary Island. I'm not at the point yet where she's like, I'm up here, you're down here, that whole conversation. But Bethany has already decided in the beginning of season two that we do not like... um. We do not like Kelly. Like, Bethany has decided that she doesn't like Kelly. All I know is that I've watched enough clips in the last couple of weeks to see the way that she talked to Kelly at the reunion, to see the way that she's talked to Kelly at Scary Island and various different episodes in interviews, et cetera. This, I'm just talking about Kelly. This doesn't include the way she talked badly about Ramona, about Su- Sonia, about Luann, about Jules. Remember Jules who who had the eating disorder? I'm not talking about anything. Um... Yes. Oh, my God. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of you guys are saying that, you know, she didn't watch any of this because you would have known that these cameramen and these producers get involved. She says in this episode of her rant, she says even, and this is shocking to me, even the way Kelly was treated in Scary Island, we, meaning Bethany and Sonia, are the reason that we stopped filming that night. We made them stop filming because we could tell that she was going through something, obviously, and production and cameraman were still filming. They weren't stopping it. We stopped it. You guys, I'm hitting myself in the head. Is this rewriting history or what? Bethany spent the entirety of that episode attacking Kelly for being, in her words, insane, crazy, go to sleep, you're nuts. You're speaking a language I don't understand. You're crazy, you're crazy, you're crazy, you're crazy. But all of a sudden, Bethany saved the day and like made it end? What is happening? But this is all on camera. We can see her act this way. So it's okay that she did this, but now she can just say that producers kept filming and Bethany and Sonia stopped it. Am I insane? Okay. So a lot of you guys seem to agree here. A lot of you guys seem to agree that like she says whatever she wants and just wants people to believe it now. It's bothering me. It's bothering me because I don't like a liar. Like call it out. Bethany, I would much have preferred Bethany say, I fucked up. I was an awful human being when I was on reality TV at times. I said things that I am disgusted by when I watch back. I am so embarrassed about the way I behaved. I can't believe that my daughter grows up and has to go back and see the things I said to Luann and to Sonia and to all these people. I am ashamed. I am disgusted with myself. And I've grown as a human being. And now that I've grown and see the way that I used to be, I really want to protect other people from being put in situations like that too. No, 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 no. There's none of that. There's no vulnerability and there's no accountability for any of her bad behavior. It's just like, it's reality TV's fault. I would never have done this in a case where there wasn't alcohol involved and we weren't moving so fast and we we didn't have producers telling us that we had to be filming. And then she goes on this huge tangent that Raquel Rachel has made just a mistake. She's just made a mistake and have none of us made mistakes. I don't think that she understands, really, I don't think she understands the entirety of the situation. I told you guys last Friday, I was like, I am not here to tear down Rachel anymore. I'm done with that. I've moved on from tearing down Rachel. I've. I, I, why? What's the point? I want Rachel to go and live her life off camera and just do her thing. I'm glad she's not back on Vanderpump Rules. I would be even happier if we didn't see her you know, getting this like these stage paparazzi photos now of her by a pool. Like, please just go off and live your life. I'm not down to like attack Rachel at all. And like, you don't have to at all if you're in my comments. But it's Bethany that's the problem. And Bethany doesn't see this. She thinks that we're all just attacking Rachel. No, we're attacking the situation that Rachel chose Bethany as the messenger here because now we're talking about Bethany. We're not even talking about Rachel, really. This is more about Bethany than it is Rachel, right? It's really, really, really frustrating. And I find myself like, um, you know, she's making us look like these villains because she's like, you guys hate Rachel so much. She doesn't even know the show. She didn't even know that Ariana and Tom live together still, which, by the way, is that weird? Absolutely. Have we all said that? Absolutely. Are they doing that because they're in some sort of business deal together? They're secretly hugging and kissing in the back, like in their pantry, like, ha-ha, we're effing the world because of Scandal. No. I think that they both have a vested interest in a home. You guys, they own a home. It's a very expensive home here in Los Angeles. I know personally what that would be like in terms of – Ariana probably can't leave because then maybe she loses a lot of rights to the home. Tom can't leave because maybe he loses a lot of rights. Like, there's a lot of situations there. I have absolutely no idea why they're still living together, but I guarantee it's not because they're sitting in bed like, we are getting all the money out of this. Ah. Uh. So Bethany is making it look like this poor Rachel. And then she did this whole crazy tangent, you guys. You know what? Never. You've never been 20. You've never made a mistake. You've never been cheated on. You've never cheated. You've never drank. You've never been at a bar. You've never done anything crazy. You've never. You know what? Never mind. Let's make a show all about meditation, she says. Let's just make a show all about the morning after when everyone's meditating. Let's do an entire show about meditation. I'm like, girl, what are you freaking talking about? Literally, I think Bethany is going through some sort of mental breakdown right now. And I'm saying this, like, in a in a kind way. It's insane. This is my opinion. It's my opinion. I don't know what's happening. I find this, this incessant need to constantly be in our faces. And it's like, pick a lane because she's talking about, like, watch my YouTube show. But her Wednesday's YouTube show was all about her shopping, like, at the dollar store pick a lane and go. If you want to be about the reality reckoning, go, my friend, go. But then stop posting about cottage cheese all over your TikTok feed. Like, it's so confusing. It's so confusing. Also, I don't really agree with her choice of cottage cheese. I did see that video. Um. Okay. You guys, I am going to leave you with that. I'm sorry that I got on a tangent. I know that I'm going to get some, you know, Rage. This is just the way it works. I can't help it. I listen to a lot of other YouTubers and a lot of other podcasters that just recap what's going on. I can't help it. I have to give you my opinion because that's who I am. This is Daily Dose of Donna, right? Yeah. And goes, and shopping. Oh my God, it's so funny. PZ says, I hate Daisy Cottage Cheese. I bought Daisy Cottage Cheese yesterday because everyone says it's good. It tastes like glue. Um, and says, and shopping at Dollar Tree was like, oh, it's so cute how normal people live. Oh, um, I love cottage cheese, by the way, you guys. I'm a huge cottage cheese fan, but remember Bethany said she started the cottage cheese trend. Oh, she did have a whole long conversation, I before I will leave it, about big shot with B or whatever the show that she did, and how, in her show, they were filming in her home, and it was freezing cold, and they were shooting until two am, et cetera, et cetera, and the conditions were so bad. It's really interesting that you can say this now, after the fact. The show was called Big Shot with B. Bethany was a producer on that show. I could be wrong. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe she wasn't. I have a hard time believing she wasn't. I don't want to say something out of school. Big Shot with B. No one watched that show. Did you guys watch it? Was Bethany a producer? Well, Evolution Media was the production company, which is Alex Baskin, you know, all of that, and Mark Burnett, all of that. Um, I am mad. Oh, yeah, executive producer, Bethany Frankel, Mark Burnett, Alex Baskin, and then four other people. Okay. So when you're an executive producer of a show, you have a right to say, this isn't going to work. These conditions don't work. It's too cold in here. Heat this place up. Send these people home. You know, whatever. Whatever. You were the producer. You guys, what is this? All of a sudden, Bethany doesn't have a voice? It seems crazy. And finally, I just want to say... Shout out to those heart-ass working producers and cameramen and crew and lighting and grips and audio and video village and all of the people on set, the makeup artists, the hairdressers, the craft services, the transpo people. I know I'm missing more people, the wardrobe, the production design, et cetera. Shout out to those people that work their goddamn ass off and for the most part are really good people. My husband is one of them. I know so many of the people that he works with. They are amazing human beings for the most part. Of course, you're going to get bad seeds, but they are stand up, hard working people that have families to support. They have kids to support and they are there to do a job, okay? And so I didn't like the way that she was throwing these producers and these camera men on below deck down under. Under the, She was throwing them under the bus as if they are the reasoning for all of this. You know what? Choose who you want to go after. You want to protect reality people. You want to protect them and unionize them. Then please don't go after them and say, how could they not step in in these cases? People are just trying to make a living. And everyone should understand that, like, at the end of the day, you stand up to people. Sometimes you get fired from your job. And so I didn't like that. It really upset me. It really pissed me off. And I'm and always <laughs> <laughs> are we sure Lance and Darlene didn't run off together? I'm not sure, but I would still love Lance if he ran off with a, a big doser. Darlene. I support the real hardworking people in reality TV and it very, very much bothers me, this, this idea that they're all horrible people out to screw the cast. It doesn't make me feel good. Um, I love you guys and, uh, thank you so much for supporting and subscribing and commenting. You guys are the best and I will talk to you tomorrow. Join the Facebook page if you want to join the conversation. Bye.